I'm talking today with Sia Tolno and Aaron Fader of the band Afro Dead. Their band with musicians from Africa, South America, Europe, and the US is bringing their fusion of Afrobeat rhythms and Grateful Dead music to the Payamet Performing Arts Center here in North Truro on Saturday, June 24th at 7 p.m. Sia and Aaron, this is DJ Pablo from WOMR in Cape Cod. I am so delighted to speak with both of you. Great to be here, Pablo. Hi, Sia. Yeah, hi. Good to meet you. So on my on my radio show, Global Groove, I play a lot of music from West Africa that I grew to love during my time in Senegal. I also followed the dead up and down the East Coast during my uh, perhaps misspent youth in the 70s and 80s. So you can understand how excited I am for this conversation. Welcome to Provincetown, Cape Cod and WOMR. Great so, to thank be you. here. Yeah. Aaron, let me start with a question for you. The Grateful Dead drummer Mickey Hart recorded multiple albums with Olatunji as part of his Planet Drum project. Dead concerts would include extended percussion jams running to 30 minutes or more. Aaron, you played and recorded with members of the Dead family, including Phil and Friends, Peter Rowan and others. How do you view the connections between the music of the Dead and African music traditions? Sure. Well, I think here there's a couple of things to address. Um, I don't know. I don't know if whoever's listening knows that. So I live in Barcelona. I'm from Chicago, and um, in you know in Spain you've got a lot more kind of exposure to African music, but you've still got the typical stereotypes. And, and I'm not saying that you were you were playing into this with your question because it's true that okay, Mickey Hart was the percussionist. Baba Tunde Olatunji was a Nigerian percussionist. People here when they think African music, they're immediately thinking in my opinion, a, a pretty racist stereotype here, like, oh, people dancing around, you know, in the jungle with with drums, which is, I don't know, it's, it's, it is what it is. I'll, I'll keep the language <laughs> clean here. But, you know, I'm a guitar player and the guitar has, I mean, geez, the guitar playing in Africa, as you and I have already talked a little bit about is the history is huge. So any music that has a guitar, in my opinion, is directly or indirectly related to African music. And of course, with with the dead, you have their origins as a blues band and you have the origins, original origins of the blues in Africa being brought to the US through forced migration, the forced migration of slavery. Um, and really when you get to music that has the the clave beat as the as the basis of it, you know, the which is the not fade away beat for deadheads, um, it, it's all right there. Thank you for and thank you for reminding us of that three two clave and it is all, all right there and then we know where it comes from and it comes from West mm -hmm. Africa. Yeah. Uh, so Sia, uh, your father is from Guinea, your mother from Sierra Leone. You put out some awesome records on the Loose Africa label produced by the late great Tony Allen, uh, and mm -hmm. I hear in that music your command of Afrobeat, high life, Congolese sukus, some Cape Verdean styling. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm interested. You know. Who are some of your musicians, Ghanaian, Congolese, American, or otherwise, who have in influenced you the most? Um, like from Guinea, the Bembea Jazz Band. Bembea oh. Jazz Band they existed uh, in the 1970s, um, uh, and they were like uh, very similar to the Nigerian groups, like the Fela Kuti's Band, the Afrobeat, and um, of course the Congo, because Congo had always been the the, the heart of African music. And this is where, so apart from the Nigerians, Congolese music has been uh, transported and, and, and used many, many times, many, many times in different ways. So these are the people, ah. especially, yeah, who really, I mean, I, I've been listening to since I was a child. Because my dad, of course, had a nightclub. 
I, am. I did not know that. Wow. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. I grew up um, really listening to music. So my dad and my mom, of course, had a nightclub. We can hear, it was called the Safari Pop. There, I used to listen to all kinds of music, even though you don't see children learning, but they are learning without showing it, you know. <laughs> and, and of course, the American music, especially when you listen James Brown, it's much more like the Afrobeat music, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, James Brown and vocally, vocally, I I adore um, Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. I used to adore uh, Tony Braxton. I used to adore uh, Tracy Chapman. Oh, that's a fascinating and great list of influences. And I have to say, watching you on video, I also got a little flavor of like the young Embilia Bell and from from you you know Africa yeah yeah so really really um thank you for that hey so so Aaron back to um back to the genesis here where did the you get the idea for a dead jam band done afro style um let's see how to like short story i guess would be that um so i grew up listening to the dead uh i kind of was introduced to fela kuti actually through uh bill cartwright who was the the center for the chicago bulls in the 1990s he came into the record store i was working at one day and, and he bought a bunch of fela albums and they had those amazing covers you know by uh and it, you know yeah. it, it just caught my attention i'm like what is that so i listened to that and you know, it kind of opened my mind. I'm like, why aren't why why aren't hippies in the U.S. like listening to this music? And that was you know years and years ago. But I don't know if you remember in the '90s there was the band Rusted Root. Do you remember who that band was? No, no, no. So that was a they were a pretty big band for a while. They were kind of like I think they were friends with Dave Matthews. You know, who was is huge, but was just you know had his 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 high point in the '90s. And like they were like three or four percussionists, an acoustic guitar player, a bass player, and they would play festivals and stuff. And it was hippie jam music, but it was very, very. I've gone back and listened to it recently. Man, it's it's sukus and it's high life. It, it's acoustic. Huh. It's lacking kind of the 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 electric guitar punch of a you know of a Franco or a TPOK jazz or something like that. But I think that was always kind of in my mind. And then during COVID. Um, I produced a video with, with with some friends, some musician friends uh, in the U.S. We did a Suku's version of um, Franklin's Tower with oh. with this band Afrikamet here that uh, that I play with, yeah. and uh, and that kind of opened up. And that oh, that was so much fun. We got some great musicians, and we got uh, Jason Crosby playing keys. We got Alex Coford uh, singing a verse there, and um, and then we had we had Sia record a first verse as well. And so that kind of was like, wow, well, this is this works well. And I had already met Sia because I was working with Sia producing her, her album, which we've recently released as a, a four song EP. And we'll be recording a full album uh, this summer on during the tour. Our, our goal is to record in different places as well. And, uh, and in talking with Sia, I'm like, Hey, like this kind of seems like, you know, you would, you would just, just kill it with this. Like, would you be interested in, in doing this? Well, that's a great segue. Actually. I wanted to ask Sia, uh, if there was something about the music of the Grateful Dead that got you interested in being part of this project. <laughs> That's <laughs> new for me, honestly. Yes. Everyone told me about the Grateful Dead and that was the very first time I heard about them. Okay. So, I, and when it became serious, I knew that we would have a project um, around that. So I started listening to them seriously. 
and uh, I found that that most of most of the guitars I heard we are something I've already heard coming from Africa. I don't know why, you know. <laughs> there was some kind of you know some songs like uh, the, the 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 main guitar like was um, sounding some out of mandingo sometimes sometimes in my ears and of course the the, the it looks like a free group you know a free group where we have um, it was only music that matters you know and i love the words that they use in that i mean i just love the whole setup of everything so that is how i came into this project and now it's a it's it's on my head to really learn <laughs> in perfection <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, so if if one has to have music in your one's head, I think how, listening to the uh, the Afro Dead uh, would be it. Okay, so let's listen to Afro Dead's take on the other one, and we'll be back joining uh, Sia and Aaron uh, right after the song.
across an endless space. It trembled and exploded, left the boss in its place. The boss can buy a partner, that's when it all began, yeah. What's um, what's your favorite song uh, to sing that we'll be hearing uh, in this Afro Dead tour? <laughs> I I like most of the songs, you know. Because okay. <laughs> most I, hold on, most yeah, most, of, most the of the songs that Aaron chose, you know, and sometimes Aaron is like, oh, they are abstract, of course. Yeah, but when I listen to words and get to know them perfectly, it's like wow. How can anybody think of doing this kind of music, you know? <laughs> you know, so I love like uh, um, um, Stella Blue. Oh. I like uh, Fire on the Mountain, the wow, <laughs> the energy uh, behind yeah. that. I like that, uh, that was the one you mentioned to me was Fire on the Mountain one day. And <laughs> in, in one of our online meetings, you were you were yeah. singing a couple of those lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. you see. And it was like, you know, the, I asked myself, how comes, which kind of English had this singing? <laughs> Is this the Shakespeare one? <laughs> well, yeah. that's, um, that's a great, great way to kind of bring our conversation to a, a close. Uh, I, I did want to ask you to tell me a little about Baya. Is it the new EP that just came out? And then I guess yes. on LP, yes. do you want to say a few things about that? Yeah, Baya, I mean, it was, I mean, I need it. It was, it, we, talk, we are talking about African women, talking about fiestas in the villages. I mean, it was, the root was the African blues. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the African blues that is found in many other music today in the whole world. And, um, and this music comes from the village, you know? When you hear in the morning or in the evening time, these women singing beautiful songs, you know? With yes. no instruments, you know. For me, this is like the the this, the whole set of African blues. So I wrote a song that goes around that and give a baya, especially talking about beats. You know, you have been to Senegal already, so you know what that means. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I do. And in fact, the music, the music just, that just went with the only percussion being the pounding of pounding of millet in uh, by the women as they sang is one of my favorite village memories. Exactly. But yeah. I, I beat that this women just put around their waist, you know, when yes. they dance, it's, it's it's a little bit sensual, but oh, more than more than a little bit, I would say. So. <laughs> And I think Pablo, you'll see in the in the video, uh, the video for this song that that Sia recorded in Africa with these women that she's talking about. The video perfectly represents um, th these images, and I think that 
yeah. something we wanted to point out that people will see the video, you know, when, when they go look for it. It looks like it's taken from like National Geographic footage, but it's not. It was filmed by Sia and her people right. for specifically for the for the music video. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Sia Tolno and Aaron Fader, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, okay. uh, and just to remind you, Afro Dead is coming to Payamed in North Truro on Saturday, June 24th at 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at payamed.com. This performance is part of Payamet's Open Arms to Open Arts concert series, which seeks to bring music, language, and culture of different lands and indigenous peoples into performance spaces here on Cape Cod, from the big top tent to community centers and schools, fostering meaningful engagement between audiences and artists. So see you Aaron again. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to thank see you. Thank you so much. Thank you thank very you, much. Thank you, Pablo. Okay. Have a great day. Great weekend. Bye. Thank you. Bye.